This week, I have a real treat for you. If you enjoyed that conversation in the last episode with Sherry Lenwood, well, today we have a bonus feature, a short conversation about anything but quilts. In fact, we talk about Sherry's next favorite thing other than quilting, which is, spoiler, nature and being a divinity school dropout. So stay tuned to listen to that conversation. But first, just a reminder that there's still time to get your name in the hat for the Nook annual membership giveaway. You may have heard, but the Nook is turning two years old real soon. And so to celebrate, I'm giving away two annual memberships good for the entire year of 2024 to two people listening to the sound of my voice right now. I won't be sharing this giveaway anywhere else but here on Seamside, so seems to me your chances are pretty good you could win. To enter the giveaway, there's a link in the show notes below. Drop over there to get your name in the hat, and you have until December 31st, 2023. I'll draw the winners on January 1st, 2024, and the winners will get 12 months of quilty goodness. That's 12 different workshops hosted by visiting artists, 24 sewing circles hosted by me, along with countless other sewing circles hosted by other good folks on the Nook. Every day of the year, there's something happening over on the Nook, there's so much to love. I hope to see you there. Welcome back to Seamside Extra. I'm here with Sherry Lynn Wood, and we're talking about something that isn't quilts. In fact, we're talking about her next favorite thing after quilts, which is, what would you say, Sherry? I think my favorite thing after quilts, just nature, just being in nature I grew up camping when I was a little kid and, you know, I just feel so myself when I'm in nature, like in a way that I just don't feel like living in a house in a neighborhood. Like if I had a choice, I would just sleep under the stars every night. So how'd you end up in Cincinnati? (laughs) Affordable housing and, and there's a great creative community here. I still like to escape to like Northern California and to a little cabin off the grid and just sleep every night out under the stars in the summertime, of course, and, you know, just run wild. I feel like it's a a spiritual thing for sure. It just allows me to connect with my deepest self without any, any definition of who I am. You know, I'm just a being. I'm just a being when I'm in nature like that. Yeah. I do have a kind of a dream of like finding a place, uh, you know, finding a piece of property and just building like my own space it would be mostly studio and just a little living space, but it would be in a really natural setting. And, uh, and I haven't given that possibility up yet. I might, you know, I'm, thinking of looking into northern i mean not northern california uh, western carolina you know might be a place listen you know who else is going to be in western north carolina <laughs> besides me because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking there too but also luke haynes is thinking about heading out that way really yeah we might oh, have us wow. a little quilting trifecta out there one of these days there, yeah it's a place it's north the carolina place. is a beautiful state yeah yeah, and I grew up there in the, as a kid. You know, I went to church camp in Black Mountain. And so I spent lots of summers in the mountains of North Carolina. Uh, I think 
you know, I think also like the church camp thing, I, I, I was a divinity school dropout. I went to divinity school right out of college, but I had a calling when I was at church camp when I was like maybe 14 or something. So I had this vision to be a minister from a really young age. And I've always had a real sense of vocation from a really young age. And it's always been a spiritual vocation. And then when I went to divinity school, I just decided I didn't want to be a minister, really. And so I dropped out and became an artist. Uh, but it's totally, totally affected my work and my trajectory. Because, you know, once I went to art school, which I didn't go to art school until I was, I graduated from art school when I was 40. So I was a, a kind of a late bloomer with that. Uh, but once I went to art school, you know, there was just so many directions you could go in. And, I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, there's just so much. How am I going to decide? But I just kept going back to, you know, that, that my roots of self-healing with textiles and uh, my sense of spirituality and vocation. And, uh, and then, you know, just decided, you know, my work is going to be service-based it's you know, the passage quilting, all of that. It's all service-based. And even the improv work that I do is service-based. It's, it's not about design. It's about helping people know their patterns, see their patterns, find their truths, find their agency and voice, you know. And so, yeah, so I did drop out of divinity school. It's all connected to the nature and everything. And, I, uh, but, and but you turned out all right. I turned out all right. Yeah. I liked being a divinity school dropout. But I did get my master's of theological studies with my first uh, big series of quilts of what I call parable quilts. So they were quilts exploring different theological ideas visually. And what I found was that, you know, these visuals that come from, you know, they mostly came from Bible stories, Right. And yet when they were made into quilts, they would translate into a lot of different cultures, myths of other cultures, because the visuals without the words still had the power of the meaning, but without the cultural connotation of a certain type of religion, right? Christianity or whatever. So anyway, so one of my seminary friends said, you should see if they'll accept, because I had all my, when I dropped down, I had all my credits for theological studies, which is more of the academic part, but I had to write a thesis. And then I didn't get the thesis written because I just didn't want to write the thesis. And so then I became an artist. And then I did this eight years later, I did this big show. And a friend of mine said, well, why don't you see if they'll accept that show for your thesis? And so I contacted the dean at that time and I told her, I said, I don't even want to write an artist statement. <laughs> I'm not even going to write an artist statement. Like, I'm not going to do any writing. You're like, but these you are my terms. These are my yeah, terms. Yeah, these are my terms. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really care, you know, but I thought, well, why not, right? So I just submitted images and asked. And she said, well, you know, anybody that can do this with their training with theology, then should get this degree. And so they gave me my degree eight years after I had dropped out of school. So that was a that was pretty wonderful. I was happy that that happened. Yeah. 
You know, and it's it's funny. Somewhere in all of there is where you met some of my family. I have two uncles that would often go to the Carborough Farmers Market. Oh yeah. When I guess you used to have a booth there at some For 13 one point. Years. Yeah. Thirteen years. And they I bought a couple Car- of your pieces. And every time I see these two uncles, they're like, <laughs> they're like, "How's Sherry doing?" I'm like, "We don't really talk every day like that," but. They're really excited who, that we're talking. Who are they? Who are James you? and David. I know them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're my uncles. They're my uncles. And so they're really excited that we're talking today. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. So somewhere yeah, was... in all of that, you met them. And I suppose the rest <laughs> is history. But isn't it funny how kind of the more things change, the more they stay the same? Because similar to your trajectory, I started learning Spanish in undergrad, thinking that I would become like this missionary of sorts. And then I go to Mexico and I'm like, I don't want to tell people what to believe or what to do. That just wasn't my thing. So I decided then I would become a Spanish teacher. And that's how I ended up doing that for 18 years. Of course, I don't do that anymore. I left that a couple of years ago. But just a couple of weeks ago, Sherry, I had just given this big lecture on quilts in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I was at this bar just kind of decompressing. I'd ordered my IPA, but I was still waiting on the fish and chips to show up. And I said, Zach, it's time to get ordained. <laughs> I don't know what, why it was that moment, but you can get ordained online, as I'm sure you're probably yes. familiar with. And it's pretty, I mean, it's exceedingly easy and it's free. It requires like three clicks of a button and then all of a sudden, boom, you're, you're a minister. But I do find... Uh, and maybe this is a conversation for a future date and a whole nother time for us to chat. But I do find there's something really interesting in moving through the world, thinking of oneself as a minister who is here to minister to the needs of the people they come across, you know? And that's the last two weeks have been an experiment of me just kind of like carrying that knowledge in my mind, not really telling people about it, of course, but just thinking, noticing how I move a little bit differently through the world. Yeah. Do you remember the Church of Craft? No. Uh-uh. There was a whole movement of the Church of Crafts for a while. I'm not sure when that happened. And maybe it was in the 2000s. I don't know. But there was this movement of the Church of Craft. And uh, it was about craft as a ministry, of course. I'm going to have to look that up. And if I can it was find a bit something. of a movement. I would mm-hmm. have to look it up again, too. I don't remember it specifics. But I feel like it was out on the West Coast okay. where it started. But I'm not sure. And, well, maybe uh, maybe one of these days we bring it to the East Coast. We bring it to the Western North Carolina mountains. I mean, it's still probably chapters of the Church of Craft around. I just haven't seen them online or heard them recently. But yeah, that was a thing for a while. Church of Craft. You could be a minister. You should be a minister of the Church of Craft, Zach. I can handle that. I think that. you already are. I think I am. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> well, Sherry, thank you so much for spending these last few minutes chatting about Divinity School dropout and all that. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. It was a pleasure. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sherry Lynn Wood as much as I did. Now, before you go anywhere, don't forget to check out the show notes below for the link to enter the giveaway for a free year on the Quilty Nook. Until our paths cross again, I hope you're well, I hope you're sowing something good, and I hope to see you soon, maybe on the Nook. Who knows? <laughs>